This is the ZMAR Podcast. Elite Benefits of America helps small and mid-sized companies with their health insurance programs. And now, your host, Butch ZMAR. Welcome back to the ZMAR Podcast. It is cold outside, and the first thing I thought of in the morning was to go out for a refreshing run. I did not do it because it was cold, and I was limited on time at early departures, and so it's, uh, it's cold in Chicago, and uh, yeah, pretty cold. And on this podcast, I did bring one of my other sons, but he chose not to be on the recording. Maybe we'll get him next time, but today I'm going to walk through some things that are similar on other podcasts, uh, but I'm going to talk about core values because uh, it's a current topic that has come up a number of times as far as what we do um, as benefit advisors in the workplace and what we do for clients, right? like what's right, what's wrong, what makes us keep moving and why do we keep doing what we're doing, right? And so it comes back to if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for just about anything. And most um, military uh, veterans or um, soldiers, some people classify because there's not a, everybody's not a soldier. But in fact, uh, most people that go into the military don't even carry a firearm or go into battle. But uh, they instill these core values, at least, uh, you know, speaking from the Navy perspective, but all branches have a, a backbone, if you will, on how they make uh, decisions, uh, especially out in battle or in war or when leadership's not there to make those decisions. But, you know, but there's obviously a lot of cliches or um, things that, you know, some people look at the Marines and they think one thing and the Army and another, and obviously the Navy. The Navy is definitely known for drunk, uh, the drunken sailor, but I just say it's uh, slang for those who work hard and play hard. But they also joke that if they didn't invent beer, uh, the Navy would take over the whole world. But obviously, the Navy was there for change, point, changing things in history, um, and they didn't know at the time, but they had to make decisions. If you, everybody knows about the Battle of Midway. Uh, they, that was a turning point based on decisions. There was, there was literally no playbook for it. Like they couldn't pull out a manual and say, okay, in this certain situation, this is how react. The problem in the workplace where, when it comes to benefit advisors, we keep hearing the same stuff over and over, especially for renewals and the medical and the benefits, how much premiums are going up. And eventually when we hear the same story year after year, the industry teaches um, their clients how to purchase. I guess most industries can be like it, but it just seems like it's like a, you know, it just keeps coming up over and over again. It must be true if you keep hearing it, right? Every year it comes to be the same thing uh, and the same reaction occurs. uh, But uh, it's almost like the playbook that's been there for generations and all of a sudden it's still there. The Navy instilled these core values, and I want to walk through that, But and I'm going to share a story where some of the core values came in, and then I'll get to the benefit side of things. But uh, And I've heard, shared this story on a podcast. It's one of my battle stories, if you will. But, you know, we were in the Persian Gulf um, on a deployment. I was an air, aircraft carrier. Uh, we had issues on a, air, uh, on a military aircraft. We had seven out of eight airplanes down. There was a lot of tension building up in the, the Middle East, this is leading into 9-11. Um, so there was a lot of pressure, even coming from the fleet admiral. And speaking of the Battle of Midway, and so the fleet admiral was um, pretty uh, equivalent to Admiral Nimitz uh, in that movie, The Pearl Harbor. And he was in charge of the Pacific, and or, the, or at least that region. And so the same thing over in the Persian Gulf uh, in the Middle East. There's a f- admiral that's out there, and we were getting pressure. I never met them, but definitely pressure that was going 
pushing down. So the Navy definitely tried to make time and money investments into assisting to get these planes up. They they hired people to send them out in the middle of the ocean. They couldn't figure out. There was a lot of the checks and balances that were actually checking through, um, but they still couldn't solve it. We were having boxes that were failing on an aircraft, um, and then it would repeat it. We'd go solve a problem, and then it would change that problem to something else. And it was kind of like just chasing a mouse that kept moving, um, and it's pretty exhausting over a period of time. Obviously, we never gave up. We just kept moving, and we kept assembling as a team, and we kept working and moving through stuff and trying to make um, just good decisions and seeing where we go, and it kept going. So at some point, though, we actually literally took the manufacturer's publication and threw it in the closet and literally locked the door. I mean, and we did that just so that we couldn't go back and reference it. We had to start from scratch. Everything we were doing just wasn't wasn't working anymore and and in the benefits world right so the cfos and the employers and hr managers um it's pretty much the same thing right we're doing the same thing over and over again uh some of the results might change but we're right back to to another problem and uh we can't you know you know in, in my case when i was on an aircraft carrier couldn't get the planes back up in the air uh you can't have employee retention or higher new competent employees for your company to become profitable uh you're you're stuck in the same boat you just can't take off and so how do you change that right uh you're hearing the same story over and over you might have find fired one broker went to another thing that was going to solve it but it's really the same stuff over and over again there's not too many benefit advisors out there trying to um, lock up the owner's manual and starting with a new playbook and so um and that's why a lot of us gravitate towards more of what we know, and and when we do that, we have a tendency to become um, just create habits, right? So it's it's a habit to keep repeating the same process, right? So there's that joke where um, the dogs howling on the uh, not even a joke, but just that saying that the the dogs howling on the front porch and howling away for hours on end. The owner goes out there to try to figure out what's wrong and still can't figure it out and what ends up being is that the the dog uh laid down on the porch and laid down on a nail and obviously the nails hurting the dog but instead of just getting up and moving um so that the pain could go away they just stay there um another reference would be is uh if you have a canker sore in your mouth uh, somehow we have a tendency to keep licking that canker sore even though we know it hurts and so we do the same thing with benefits accounts uh we we, we, we know it's a problem. It just seems like uh, we, we keep st- sticking our tongue, tongue on the pain and uh, just letting it ride. And, and I'm not sure why. Uh, you have to think outside the box. A lot of things are going to be once you see it, you can't unsee it. And it's just this endless cycle that keeps going over and over again. But we could do better. Just like when I was on the aircraft carrier, we had to find a better solution. It was hard, right? We just kept having to move, um, keep working. I mean, it went on for... Uh, 24 hours a day we worked on these things Uh, we had shifts and then it went on not only for weeks but it went on for months so it wasn't like uh, it was a fly-by-night or a hobby that we were working on this was um, some real stuff um, but again similar to these bad renewals you know we could have made you know excuses for all this these aircraft were eventually decommissioned not too long um, after we were having these issues It was a 1950s war machine uh, in its heyday, and we could have just said it is what it is and kind of just tossed our arms up. But 
obviously the boot camp and, and the military, we uh, were instilled certain things that never give up. And in the Navy, they have these core values that are called honor, courage, and commitment. Um, honor is to be held accountable for uh, your profession and, and personal behavior, be ethical and hold integrity and to do what's right. And so we had seven out of eight airplanes down. We couldn't not just give up and leave it there. And even if we got to three or four, it, it still wasn't enough. We need to get all eight airplanes back up in the air. Is it better that your current advisor goes back to the carrier, you get a 15% increase, goes back to the insurance company and says, hey, 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 these are good clients of mine. Let's get this premium back down. And they lower it down to a 10% increase. You know, it's almost like they did their job, right? Well, it, all we're doing is putting Band-Aids over the thing, right? It's the same thing if we don't do our job to get things back up to 100%. So in, a, in the workplace, uh, if the CFO is not doing their job and the line item expenses on a benefit spend versus any other spend in the entire company, he's not doing his job. Um, he's falling short. And is that really honorable, right? Um, and so are you really... Uh, holding up your end of the deal for why you were even hired. And even the broker, I challenged them. Uh, a lot of times uh, they've lost and ran out of resources, but they're afraid to give up the account. And that's uh, definitely an issue. Yeah, they have to, um, at least in the, the next one, courage. Uh, you have to have enough courage to do what's right, right? So morally and mentally strong uh, to actually do what, what is right and have the confidence to do it, right? So many benefits nationwide have gone from commissions to fee trans uh, commission or fee transparency and in some cases even implemented uh, or some states have implemented an ethics class to try to do this and even the federal government got involved and now we have to disclose commissions that are over a thousand dollars and this has helped but the, the the problem is is that some insurance brokers if they know there's a loophole and there's an avenue to actually collect revenue or income from a source, uh, and they know they can get away with non-disclosing it. Uh, the problem is, is that they uh, there's a lot of them out there that will. Do do they have the courage to tell you that they're making a two hundred thousand dollar bonus on your account because they got found a way to to hide it? The, and this is nothing new. This has been going on for years. It's one reason why the this act came into place. But I tell you, just give uh, give it a little bit more time. Some of the Regional insurance agencies have already found loopholes around it, and then um, I'm sure the national brokerages are going to figure out bigger ways to hide it um, because they just don't want people to know what they're making, right, including their own clients. If you knew that part of your premiums, you were writing a check to these agencies for fifty dollars or $100,000 a year, uh, what would that, you know, what if you were writing the check, right? Like, would you hold them more accountable? Is there more expectations that would be had? And like, what, what, what would come out of this? And you need to do that now. So even if it's just built into the premiums, you get paid a commissions, you still got to figure out what you're getting for it. Hey gang, ever wonder what it's like to be a small business owner? It's confusing, weird expenses coming out of nowhere. And when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year. Reach out to Butch right now. 708-535-3006. 
or shoot him an email, butch, at elitebenefits.net. And be sure to check out the Zemar podcast. Don't wait till the last minute. Put Butch Zemar to work for you now. So the last one is uh, commitment, um, and this goes beyond uh, one person. This is commitment to all others, something bigger than you, one person. And so it's the same thing with benefit shops and brokerages all over the country, right? And so they're making decisions a lot of times solely for themselves. I'm not saying all of them do it, but it's just something to look at. But there's a lot of other ones out there um, joined together as a team or even as an industry to try to improve the quality of work that uh, is is at play. And so there's organizations that form mastermind groups and sure there's some money. Um, it's a money generator for somebody out there, but in the end they're getting better. They're finding out ways um, to help employers and move them to a different spot. Maybe there's new things coming on the pipe. And I tell you, there, there there's these agencies out there that are working with thousands of employees uh, under one roof for one company um, so if you're an employer with thousands of employees, they're reversing the trend of healthcare. So not only are they saving pro, um, millions of dollars in the first year, but they're still reversing the trend the second year, the third year, the fourth year, and the fifth year because they figured out a way to actually solve for expenses. So on other podcasts, we talked about the funding mechanism, and then we also talked about expenses. But obviously, it's got to be greater than just you. And I challenge the CFOs out there too. You can't just, you know, call it what it is. You got to do a better job. You got to be committed to the process, right? You're going to do it for every line item on the expense sheet uh, for every other area of the company, but you were not going to willing to do or spend the time for uh, health insurance. Part of it is because you don't know any better. You've been taught and told the same thing over and over again all these years. You switch brokers. It may start out different and then it changes it right back to uh, what it was. You're not hearing anything new. You're not trying anything new. And if you do, there's some fear involved and there's follow- no follow-up with it. And then the following year or two years later, you find- just toss up your hands and say it didn't work. We had to go back to the other way. Well, there's a whole process involved. It could take years to get it on track. And you just have to be patient and willing and understand the process and and actually go through step by step with someone that actually is using different tools and resources than most of the other insurance brokers out there. And so we're just trying to do our job as professionals and you as the employer have to do your portion too. And so committing to better results and never giving up is definitely something to, to look at. And I think the yeah, core values made me a better advisor as time time goes on, uh, doing the right thing, keeping it uh, ethical. If there are certain opportunities that come into play, regardless of what commissions are, if it's better for the client, we're making those decisions, right? And so there's a lot of other ones out there that are not. And it's not just always a money. It's just about doing the right thing versus just trying to take a broker of record change just to try to win the business, right? So there's a lot of things at play. You should have your core values as an employer, uh, with your employees, you should have core values with the vendors that you use, including insurance brokers, and the broker that you pick ultimately in the end has to have their own core values. <laughs>